What's up and welcome to Rant and Rave Wrestling's Extreme Rules, the Horror Show Predictions. A little over 24 hours from now, one of the three men at this table become champion as we go through each match and make our picks. Talk about the matches a little bit. First, I want to hear what your guys' hype level is for this pay-per-view. Between 1 and 10, where are you at? So, I started off easily at a 3. I will now say, given the announcements on both Raw and SmackDown of the uh, unsanctioned match being moved to this Raw and the bar fight being moved to next SmackDown, I'm actually okay because I don't feel like I'm overwhelmed with matches, especially since I feel like a lot of them are actually pretty big matches. Um, So my level now is probably a 7 or an 8, to be honest. I would say I'm at about a 6. I started off a little lower, but there are some matches that are definitely carrying this. Actually, pretty close to a seven. Now I'm thinking about it. I, I have some excitement there. I, I'm holding off hope that they turn out the way I want them to, but overall, I think it could be a good show. I'm somewhere between a seven and an eight. I think WWE has killed it with their pay-per-views, and they have made it so that at least in. These last couple of pay-per-views, I always look forward to it because I I have managed to get a lot of fun. So somewhere between 7 and 8, there's not necessarily any high stakes for me in this pay-per-view. But, I mean, I'm excited for an eye versus an eye for an eye match. I'm excited for a swamp fight. I don't know what the hell any of this is, but I'm very excited to find out. I think that's what adds to it. It's not knowing where they're going to go, so it adds some excitement. So, we've talked a few times, this is something that we wanted to do eventually, we're finally getting the chance to do it, we're going to sit down before every, before most pay-per-views and specials, AEW and WWE, and make our predictions, and we'll keep a running log of who's winning, that'll be our champion. This is a little bit of a milestone for the podcast, because when you, at least for me, when I sit down and I think of the kind of things that I want to talk about and the things that I can get excited for... Predictions is always something I loved. I love just sitting down, going through the pay-per-view, playing a little game, see who's going to win. There is something that I want to go on record as saying. And I'll set the stage just a little bit, and I'll talk about the long history that Blake and I have when it comes to choosing winners in wrestling. So We've played Fantasy League for a long time. Years. How many years? Eight to ten years? Yeah, it's been a long time. I don't know if it's eight to ten, but it's a damn long time. <laughs> it was definitely like eight or so. So we play fun, we've played uh, fantasy wrestling for quite a long time. He and I constantly, constantly locked in battle. Uh, and that's why, Blake, I am here to tell you I got this. And I'll let you explain that to everybody. Mm-hmm. So... It's obviously. A I wore mistake. the shirt. I wore the shirt for this. That's clearly a mistake. Uh, Roy really got running early on in the fantasy leagues. I won the very first one, and then Roy took over from there, and had a stretch of I believe three in a row of championships in our fantasy league. So at one point he got to six, and I was at my one lonely victory. And I got this was a staple for Roy. 
for that's my time. my signature catchphrase. I got the I got a T-shirt for it and everything. I got this. He he was he was on a roll not only in face wrestling but Smash as well. It carried over to that. Uh, we did some things with Smash, but as far as wrestling, Roy really he was on a roll. And then things changed overnight for Roy, and I went from one to catching up to him at six within about two years. At one yeah. point, I won four seasons in a row, and everybody wanted to quit because Blake was too lucky. That's what they said. Blake was just that damn good. I had a chance to beat him, and then my ass didn't make moves. I had the season in the bag, and then I screwed up. I wish we had kept track of who had the most wins so we knew for sure which one of us was better. It's interesting, you know, because you you were ahead by one. But oh, that's right. I yeah. did win. But, you know, I feel like if we did a season That's right, right. Now, I totally did win that. Blake would win. You're completely and right. I won time. that. Thank you. Yeah. It's it's funny, though, because the way we ended, I believe, I completely forgot that I won that. Blake that was a good call. Five out of the last seven. So, if we're going by trends, it looks like I was about to blow you out of the water if we kept going. And Blake was a dynasty. Yeah. I, All jokes aside, a lot of fun. Uh, a very strong rivalry. To where we wanted to make the same moves over and over again. We had to beat each other to get to those moves. I won't dig into... Yeah, it got intense. Yeah, <laughs> That may be a podcast discussion in yeah, itself one day. But uh, there were some battles there. And it, it got to the point where the last few years, we didn't even hide it anymore. We knew what moves we both wanted to make. Oh yeah, there was no real strategizing. I would. We literally got to a point where I could text him in the middle of the season, which we play for money and it can get up to like $800. Yes. I'll text him and be like, what do you think of this person? And we're cl- we're competitors, but we know, we we learned so much about how each other thinks that we knew exactly where the other person's mind was. Yeah, we stopped We stopped trying to play the game of let's let's act like we like this person, not that, that yep. person. Or let's not bring up that person. We just knew over the years what it was about. We knew what we both had in mind. We learned over time, and it was a lot of fun. But in this, I will be our first champion, just like RWF. So I call bullshit, but I do want to add, since uh, a cat has to always be involved, I just learned that cats have the cutest sneezes. Which one sneezed? Wesker? Monkey cat. Was he? Yeah. He's right here. He just sneezed he was right over there. there. I, heard, I heard the sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So the first match that I got for us is MVP versus Apollo Crews for the United States Championship. Now, when we, when we go around the table, I want you to tell me briefly who you think is going to win and you talk about the match a little bit if there's anything you want to say if there's a certain outcome you really want you want to talk about where you think it's going to go anything like that uh greg i'll let you go first mvp versus apollo united states championship on the line who do you have and why i'm going with apollo just because I think with leading into this, it's a little too obvious that they would put it on MVP because of what's going on. So I want Apollo to win. Um, that's who I'm predicting is going to win. What I could see definitely happening is MVP winning, basically showing Apollo that he was right the whole time, and it leading to the faction of having MVP with uh, Bobby Lashley and Apollo Cruz. I have Apollo Crews winning as well. I am very excited for this match and hope that it is not a pre-show match, as I predicted earlier. I would like to see Apollo Crews positioned with MVP at some point, and I could totally get behind MVP winning to set that up, if that's what they have in mind. 
but I don't think that's what happens. I'm going with Apollo Crews. I do want to see these two position together. I'm excited for this match. I have no idea the direction that we're headed in anymore at this point. Whether Which they're, is good. I don't know who the United States champion is. I don't know what that belt is that MVP has. I don't know if Apollo is going to end up joining MVP. I don't know. It's My official prediction is Apollo, but it's hard for me to imagine. It's hard for me to imagine him overcoming both MVP and what I assume is going to be Bobby Lashley at ringside. And what I think ends up happening is maybe a DQ so that the belt doesn't change with Lashley being the reason for it. Next up, we have the New Day versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships in a table match. Blake, who do you have and why? I have the New Day winning this match. And it's simply because I've been a fan of WWE for a long time. And usually when they lose to build up the match, they win the actual match. So I have got the New Day winning in a tables match. Greg? I've also... Well, no, I lied. I don't have New Day winning in a tables match. I have Shinsuke and Cesaro. Um, I feel at this point that... We say it multiple times that the tag team belts stale on both brands. Um... I I love New Day. I absolutely love them. At this point, it's about how many titles they can put on them. And I think with the way they've been used lately, Shinsuke and Cesaro are going to win this. Not only are they going to, they need to. Um, they've gotten me interested in both of them again. And I can't take another fall on Shinsuke and Cesaro. I'm going with New Day, and I'm going to regret it. This is probably the hardest one for me to judge because this feels like that moment where Shinsuke and Cesaro pull it off and I even I had this idea after Friday that what happens is they set up for that move that they were trying to do at the end of Smackdown and they pull them off same way and Kofi goes through the table it just feels like they're really pushing toward it just the timing feels right for what I would expect WWE to do so, I really battled on this one. I, I went New Day because I, I'm trying to think logically, but my gut kept telling me Shinsuke and Cesaro. I hope I don't pay for that. I, you know, I would actually prefer to see Cesaro and Shinsuke get the win. I love New Day to death, but it, I just I don't know what else they can do right now with the tag belts. They don't need to have them, whereas Cesaro and Shinsuke do need to have them. They need something. And the I love... You know, I, I haven't enjoyed this feud, but what I do love about it is that they're right about Cesaro having the New Day's number. Now, it hasn't been with Shinsuke Nakamura, but the bar gave New Day so much trouble back in the day. So it is believable that Cesaro could pull this off with somebody like Shinsuke because he's got the history with beating New Day. I think it was thrown in there specifically to give this pay-per-view a title change also. So can I ask you guys a question? Cesaro, you know, the Swiss Superman, was he not called the Swiss Cyborg at one point? Yeah, he's been both. Okay, I'm, I'm just curious because I heard Superman a lot on SmackDown he's this the Swiss. week. Well, well, yeah, obviously, jackass. Uh, so <laughs> I heard a lot of Cesaro being the Swiss Superman this week. And every time they went to say it, I kept saying Cyborg in my own head. And then I started thinking, 
Was he ever called the Swiss Cyborg? Or was I just imagining that this whole time? So you had a come-to-earth moment like I had with Kane earlier. With the big <laughs> red monster and the big red machine. Correct. Alright, up next we got Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins. An eye for an eye, Greg. So I'm actually going to... I'm gonna. I don't know if you were going to give it to me first, but I'm going to take it first. And here's why. Blake, who do you have and why? So... I'm just kidding. You'll, you'll, you'll like this, I promise. So, Roy came over for Raw Monday. He was very generous in supplying crabs, and we appreciated that. And then we finally got the watch. Oh, shit, I again. never put that soup in the fridge. Oh, oh son of a bitch! <laughs> so, uh, we watched Raw together, and on the drive home, I took something into consideration from Roy. Now, he's been saying this the last couple weeks, and... I finally let it click, and I'm finally ready to give this a chance. I'm going to go into this pay-per-view just to have fun. I'm not going to take any of the stuff that I'm already, or what I would already be, I don't care about this, I'm down on this, this is stupid. And I'm going to tell you what, I am excited for Eye for an Eye. Yes, baby! Eye for an Eye! I am ready to have fun with this pay-per-view. Seth Rollins is going to rip the eye straight from Rey Mysterio's socket. <laughs> okay, so you got you got Seth. What about you, Blake? You know, I don't like Roy getting to go last. Mine are already in. Mine are already in. I know, I know. I want to hear your opinion. I have mine lost. Oh, it's Seth. He just lost on Raw. Seth, okay. <laughs> so I had a lot of trouble. And I also had to one. I also had to do a lot of like, okay, when's the baby born? How does it work out for that? Is he going <laughs> away because of the baby? And I, I think ultimately it's just gonna be Ray. And he just wears the mask that covers his eye, or he really does retire. Maybe Dominic picks up the mask and says, I'll avenge my father. (laughs) You're a man of scripture. Okay, so I had a lot of trouble with this one. And originally I had Seth Rollins. And I'm hoping that this pushes the envelope for me in my favor. I'm going Rey Mysterio. All right, all right. Risky moves, that's how you win it. I think that they're positioning a change for Seth Rollins okay. in character with this whole eye thing. The one-eyed Seth. It'll be something. It'll probably be ridiculous. But Pirate hey, Seth? I don't know. But I, I, Ray has already had his eye taken out, and I don't think they do it again. Is there I, a chance any of these guys have a glass eye and we just don't know it? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Ray Mysterio's always had different color eyes. He's just popping in a different freaking thick eyeball. He pops in a different <laughs> eyeball different before eyeball. his match. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do here. How does Dominic play into this? And that, I wonder that as well. Murphy, Alistair Black. I mean, you got to imagine. A lot going on here. I I don't know how this match goes. I don't know how it ends. It's it's intriguing. It, it might disappoint, but it is intriguing. And I'm going right All right. Up next, we got Bailey versus Nikki for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Who do you have and why, Blake? Way too much stock put in the Bailey at this point for Nikki to pull up the off, all, off the upset. Sorry for my speech impediment over here. I would... No, I lied. I was about to say I'd like to see Nikki surprised because a surprise is always nice. Not right now, though. But not right now. The timing's not right. I need to have a conclusion of Sasha and Bailey, and I think we get that at some point. So, Bailey wins. What about you, Greg? I'm also going Bailey, um, and the reason is basically what Blake said. There's just too much going on with her and Sasha right now not to have that happen. Um, leading into this, I've mentioned it multiple times on the other podcast that this would be a perfect moment to kind of 
have them go at each other with Bailey and Sasha, with having Bailey lose it and Sasha winning, um, I don't think that's happening. I do think both of them, with the way they're building this, are going to run the women's division, and I think she holds on to the title. For me, it's Bailey, easy. Yeah. For all the reasons you guys said, that's what I want to see happen too. Would you be upset if Nikki won? Right now, yeah. Okay. I, I wouldn't be upset. But I'm not upset about the, the idea of Nikki as champion. Right. It's just I need that. I need. Is, I need yeah. a payoff for the potential storyline. I don't think I would be that upset. Um, I don't want to see it happen right now, like you guys said. I do want to see Nikki as champion, but I don't want to see it right now. But at the same time, if we get the storyline that I would like, I'd be okay with it. Also, Bailey losing and Sasha winning could be captivating. Also, that's yeah, that's that's, that's what I'm yeah. thinking. That's what I'm wondering because then the roles are reversed. And, and that see, was how does Bailey handle that? That was my exactly. original thought in this whole process, especially with the buildup of. Bailey saying that Sasha is the best. She's the blueprint. The boss. Yeah. The blueprint. <laughs> that that whole part was just like, maybe maybe Sasha wins and Bailey doesn't. And the whole time, she was right. Sasha is the best. I I don't know. We'll see. All right. Up next is Asuka versus Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship. Greg. So, it, same thing that I was talking about with Bailey and Sasha. I think Sasha wins this. I think that they're double champs, both of them, and we get a better storyline down the road from it. Blake? I have Asuka winning this. Yes. Okay. I would love I would love the storyline if that were the case for Sasha to win, but Asuka is another one that I feel like they've just positioned a certain way right now. I don't think she loses at this point. And I also wonder, just thinking brands, I don't know if it works to have Sasha as champion there. and She belongs to SmackDown. Uh, I think it confuses a lot of things. So I'm going to go with Asuka. So I'm a little upset that you chose Asuka. I chose Asuka also, and I felt like this was part of my key to success here because I felt like a lot of people would say Sasha. And this is where my years of expertise is. Um, I believe you said it earlier, Blake, as the best fantasy league champion we've ever had. Um, Never said that. This is where, where it's going to come through because... This is what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody thinks that Sasha's winning the belt, and that they're they're both going to do winner takes all, whatever. Champion versus champion. We're getting that that evolution pay per view. We just got Bianca Belair back. We just got Shayna Baszler back. We're doing that that pay per view. I believe that. And can WWE afford to have two of the titles in one match? No, they cannot. And that's why we're getting Shayna Baszler versus Asuka, the two longest reigning women in NXT. That's why I went with Asuka. How do you feel about that? Match? Love it. Even after they've kind of dropped the ball with Shayna? They, they let Shayna be gone long enough that I can be okay right now. I like what they did with they, the ninjas. Yeah, they Just cooled her off long enough. They didn't have her come back the next day talking shit after get. She stayed away for a while. And she even said, she's like, I sat backstage. I let y'all have your fun. Y'all are ridiculous. Like, she's disgusted by everybody. She's like, I'm backstage not getting TV time while there's some ninjas out here fighting. Alright, next up we got Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler for the WWE Championship in a match that we do not know the stipulation to just yet. Who do you have, Blake? Let me get us started with, it doesn't matter what the stipulation is. Dolph Ziggler is a loser. 
What if it's a Dolph Ziggler wins match? Guys, I just punched the cat in the There's face because I was trying to jump up and I was going to mark my sheet. Sorry to cut you off, but I feel fucking terrible now. Well, way to be a piece of shit. And Dolph Ziggler, what does he do best, Roy? Lose. He just loses title matches. It should have been him. No, it should have. It should have been me. You know, kayfabe aside, I, I am starting to enjoy Dolph and see what you see. Again, I, I enjoyed Dolph for a while. But he's taking a loss here. And Drew McIntyre has been, this has been an exciting reign to me. I have had fun. And I did not think I was going to have fun. So, I'm anxious to see what they do here. Dolph Ziggler's funny. And we, we make the Dolph and... I feel like Dolph, I have Dolph, you had Kevin. You're kind of feeling a little against Kevin. I think the difference, the difference that I see is, even though Dolph, I, I said on the podcast last week, he always loses the big ones. He's, he's had a few big moments, but for the most part, he loses the big ones. Despite that, I think Dolph Ziggler has an amazing WWE career. He has stayed relevant and on TV for years. It's incredible. In title matches, he still gets the sneak title wins here and there. He still gets a win here and there. Uh, when we were doing, I remember remember on Fantasy League, I, I double-checked the other day. I can't remember the stats. But, like, even with his losses, he was an all-time point-getter just because he's so consistent. He's there every week. So I do think that Dolph has a success. I would say he has a successful WWE career. I agree with that. I think um, they're just in a position where Dolph, they always have something for them, for him. Nine times out of ten, he can pull off whatever they give him, no matter how much BS it may be. KO, I don't think they know what to do for him. And that's the thing. You get these stints where he's just not there for a while. He's just, he's fueled to somebody else's feud. Stuff like that. I think the difference right now is that they realize that Dolph Ziggler has to be healed. And he's always a heel at this point. Mm -hmm. And they haven't realized it for Kevin Owens. That Kevin Owens is the same guy. That's true. That's true. Because if Dolph was face, I think he'd be kind of in the same position as Kevin. Yeah, yeah. face historically hasn't worked great for him. Out. Other than the title run. That was the only time. And that was because it was fresh. He never had a title. I don't think he could do that again. So we're all going Drew on that one then? Yeah. So I didn't actually give mine yet. I had a little more to add to that. We could assume your But Drew. yes, it is Drew. But I did. I did have some faith in this match. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I want Dolph Ziggler to come out and to announce that this match is everybody Drew has screwed over on his way back to the top. That's the what I'm hoping. I'm, I want it to just be this crazy and handicap match. All of them versus Dolph Drew. Ziggler shows up with an army behind him. Yes. He's got like ten. It's a twenty-two on one handicap match. And Drew and and, and Dolph is it, no matter who gets the pin, Dolph is the champion out of this. Because why would he screw himself over on that? But I want this to be everyone he has screwed in a match just against him. Could you imagine if they just went full batshit crazy and they were just like, you know what? He chooses the stipulation. Of course he's going to choose something advantageous. What if he literally says it's a Dolph Ziggler wins match? And Drew looks around like, what? The referee is like, all right, he rings the bell. And then 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 calls for the bell. (laughs) Dolph Ziggler wins. That would actually be amazing. Alright, uh, and then the last match. Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt. Non-title match. And a swamp fight. Who do you have, Greg? I have Bray. Multiple reasons. We've already had Braun beat Bray for the title. Or to, to retain the title. 
So now we're getting Bray versus Braun in a swamp match. This, I feel, is their way of giving Bray the win to then make it a third match involving The Fiend. Another reason I feel that way is Braun's promo this past week. Acknowledging that if he loses, he's gotten to his lowest point and The Fiend will end him, basically. And he can't allow that to happen. So I feel Bray gets the win here. Uh, And honestly, it may come down to a point where Braun does go home. So... Another one that was tough for me because, as I talked about on our weekly podcast, I started to sway my decision a little bit to Braun because I'm like, are they trying to make him look like a powerful monster again? And he just destroys his demons in this match. But I'm going with Bray Wyatt because he did lose the first match between the two. And I think Bray does pick up the win here. And the character arc becomes Braun just loses his mind over this. And maybe we see a lot of the old brawns start to come out. Something along those lines. But I think this storyline continues, and the only way it continues is with Bray, Wade, Bray getting the win. Was so, that your pick, Bray? Yeah. Okay. I went back and forth, too. I tried to think... I'm assuming that the, the end game here is Braun versus Fiend. And I think, how do you get there if base form Bray beats Braun? You would think that from there it's a massacre. Which actually, as I'm saying it out loud in my head, it could be that this transforms Braun in some way. And, you know, maybe we see a more aggressive Braun when it comes to the Fiend match. But ultimately, I told myself, do not overthink this. They made it non-title for a reason. Bray Wyatt wins. So the only thing separating me and you (laughs) is Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins. So I'll go over it here. We all agree that Drew's beating Dolph. We all agree that Bray is beating Braun. You and I, Blake, think Asuka beats Sasha. Greg thinks Sasha wins. We all agree Bailey beats Nikki. Greg and I think Seth wins. You think Ray wins. And that's what it's going to come down to. And I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to hate Ray Mysterio all over again. I'm going to have to relive that. Uh, we got. We got some difference on New Day versus Shinsuke and Cesaro. Greg's got Shinsuke and Cesaro. You and I have New Day. And we all agree that Apollo beats MVP. So, yeah, the only one... Because Greg's not a threat here, clearly. Excuse me. For one, I came back in the Royal Rumble and made it a three-way tie. (laughs) Don't call me a threat. I called stuff y'all didn't, okay? Uh, Yes, I was down, but I came back. Secondly, fuck you. (laughs) Uh, It should be interesting. I, I may regret the day. That I chose against Seth Rollins. Or I may not. You're going to regret picking New Day for one. No. That's a start. That's a start. I think they're a filler. I think they're a filler match. I I, I think they made them look strong going into it. But I'm willing to bet you, Greg, that Shinsuke and Cesaro, you don't see much of them on TV after this. Unless they do another feud at SummerSlam. I think they drop off. What's everybody's favorite match? What are you most looking forward to? Favorite match is the Swamp for me. I, I'm i just curious to see what they do. And I know it'll be another cinematic, and they've gone very well. So I, I have high hopes for that match. Swamp and eye for an eye. It's hard for me to choose between those. I think the entire duration of the Swamp will be better. But 
it's hard to top a match where I know at the end somebody's losing an eyeball. Like, I've been saying that for two weeks now. I am fascinated by this match. If somebody throws in a fucking towel, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> um, so I'm actually, I'm going to give one cinematic and one regular match. I think, and I gave this so much shit. But I think eye for an eye is the yeah, cinematic match. I'm me. looking forward to the most. Oh, man. I feel okay. I feel you like think the they s- go cinematic for that one. Other, other. I think the ending is, but I. I feel like it's all going to be cinematic. I picture the rest of it being be. a regular match. I feel like it had to be somewhat cinematic. I, I feel like there's going to be things involved where someone's using some pliers to try to get an eyeball out. You know, just different things like that. Nobody's just going to use their hand and pull someone's eyeball out. At least, I wouldn't think so. Um, and then the regular match, I'm going to go Drew and Dolph. I'm, I'm actually really excited for that. One, Dolph is an amazing in-ring performer. I've Drew, I've loved Drew ever since he came back, and I'm loving him now. I'm so glad they got rid of the 1-2-3 Claymore. Um, but I'm actually very excited for that match. What about you, Roy? Regular match, what, what stands out for you? It's going to be Asuka and Sasha if they, if they let them wrestle the way that I know they can. I think that could be a banger. I don't think it turns out the way we want it to, unfortunately. Right. So I I would go with Drew and Dolph just because Dolph is that damn good in the ring. Mm-hmm. And Drew McIntyre has been as well. Even though I have no idea if it's a regular match or not because they haven't given me a signal. I have concerns that despite the advantage, Drew wins this in like three seconds flat. I have concerns yeah. that no matter what advantage Ziggler has, he just gets Claymore immediately. That's definitely a possibility. And that's what they've shown us the last couple of weeks is someone gets like two seconds of offense and he just turns around and Claymore. I would hope not because they could really put up a good performance. I would hope they don't do that. But I could, yeah, that's a possibility. What the hell is Dolph Ziggler's stipulation? Oh my God, it's going to be it's gonna be a two-on-one handicap match. See, I'm worried and they Robert do something Rude just... Robert is going to come back. No, I'm worried they do something t- too stupid like that that's barely even really an advantage or even interesting. Like a two-on-one handicap, you could do better than that. I think it's just a regular. If it's me, match. I'm blindfolding Drew. I'm handcuffing him. Uh, I'm duct taping his limbs, and I'm going to have probably the Big Show out there to lay on top of him for me. Some would say that Roy would be the ultimate opportunist. Yeah, some would say. I'm definitely going to find a way to work this to where I win. And I don't think we're getting anything like that. I think it's just a simple TLC. We don't have a TLC match in Extreme Rules. Uh, I feel like it's going to be just TLC, and I, and I don't like that at all. I hope they're more creative than that, but that that's my opinion. Um, okay, let's let's pretend Dolph Ziggler wins. What are we feeling at the end of that? Huh. I'm actually okay with it. I'm going to be honest. Surprise, I'm, shock. Yes, and I think I'd be all right because I feel like it'd be one of those things where Drew gets it back. I'd love it for Dolph, but I would be upset for Drew. Yeah. It's too soon for Drew to lose it. Oh, for sure. You can't do it to Drew. Uh, it would be shocking, and I wouldn't be upset. But I don't think you could do it to Drew. So, I would prefer Drew to win. Plus, the amount of stuff I would have to hear from Roy on this podcast. <laughs> if Dolph Ziggler wins, I don't know if I could stomach that. Let me ask you guys one more thing. How do you feel about the horror show? concept in general i absolutely love it for years we get these matches and we're like that's not very extreme this year is getting it's getting pretty extreme in a lot of ways and i do almost wish that horror show was just an october pay-per-view how cool would that be to to 
do like a Halloween themed, do the horror show, and keep doing these crazy type, one or two of these crazy type matches. And this, in in the COVID era, that's that's what they need to be doing. And one more thing before you guys give your opinions, the posters have been amazing. Where they're taking the matches, have you seen they they take the matches and they basically recreate famous horror movie posters. Oh, no, I have That's, that's I been a lot that. of fun, too. That's pretty cool. Greg, do you want to touch on that? So, at first, it was like, why are they throwing in the horror show? And my first thought and my first reaction was, because it's going to be that bad, it is going to be a freaking horror show. <laughs> Leading into this now... Power positivity over here. I'm actually more... I'm more excited about this pay-per-view than I was for Two Nights of Mania. I'm more excited about this pay-per-view than I was Money in the Bank. This is probably the first pay-per-view where I'm full in. And I think that that's because I'm taking Roy's advice on it this time. But looking at the card itself, I still think it's more of a stacked card than we've been given recently. You know I'm disappointed to not get the Big Show and Orton match and the Jeff Hardy and Sheamus match? I am too. I'm not though on the pay per view, but I'm happy that we'll still get happening. it on weekly TV. Yeah, that's why it's happening. It's it's for ratings. Yeah, I mean, also it's I like to have stuff on weekly TV too. But I was looking forward to those. I just always worry that if we put it on regular TV, will it be lesser? They need to take they need to take commercials out of it if possible. That for those type of matches. So the horror show gimmick added to it. I would have loved if this was just an October pay per view, and I, I had the same thought process as you did. I like the matches that we've been given, but I cringe every time Michael Cole is the horror show. It just sounds so corny yeah. to me. Added to Extreme Rules, the horror show Extreme Rules. I they have a habit of overbranding everything. Yeah, I, I think it would have been a lot cooler if it was its own thing in say October or even November or September, or whatever. But you know, it's different, and I'm not going to knock them for being different. Anything else we want to say about the pay-per-view? I pretty much covered everything here. The only thing I want to say is, Greg marked as a 7, so he's more excited for it than WrestleMania. That blows my mind. because I, I wasn't that excited for Mania. I definitely was more excited for Mania than this, even though I hated the two-night idea. And even Money in the Bank. And that's not to say this is a bad pay-per-view, but that kind of threw me off a little bit. I'm surprised by that. Like, I'm saying, like I said, I didn't go into those with much expectation. I didn't go into the. I went this into the first time he's matches. watching a pay per view without deciding he hated it already. Right, and I'm giving. And, a and I'll be. I'll be honest. It was probably unfair, but I kept looking at these cards and thinking about it. And it was just like this isn't okay. I look at this one. I'm actually really okay with the card. I'm okay with what we're going to get out of cinematic matches. I'm looking forward to this one more than I've looked forward to the others. So when you lose. And you come in last place. Will that affect your ability to enjoy the next pay-per-view? I can't wait to come into this next week and you just flopped. Can I remind you that there is a... See, and history repeats itself. you got to be careful of the enemies that you're making because there's a point in time where all it took was me to buy Greg a beer for him to give me half of his roster. This is part of the reason why I'm antagonizing him. I'm giving you all my picks so you get that. Exactly. So I got double picks. But I don't forget... And, and you know Greg reads all the spoilers. I'm going to hit him yeah, up. Okay. To be fair, Greg. My name is Greg, not CJ. Me flopping would only be one point behind Roy at this point. So really, both of us had flopped at that point. 
It's worth mentioning that we did something similar in predictions for Royal Rumble. We had a ton of variables, like first one in, first one eliminated, stuff yeah. like that. And that's and why I came back. Ended up with a damn three-way tie yep. somehow. And Blake was pissed off that all three of us were spreading weeks out to buy breakfast. Yeah, breakfast. Yep. I had to buy breakfast. I won. Blake could not stand the fact that he had to buy breakfast. Right. I'm like, Blake, if you don't like this it, he's like, even... I'll fucking like it, Roy. It's not a goddamn problem. <laughs> this man didn't even bring himself breakfast the day that he Just bought. sat there pissed he off on everybody else. He bought himself an orange juice yeah. and was like, fuck this motherfucker. Power positivity right fuck there, it. They both got two hash browns. They're assholes. So what are you getting us when you lose? I ain't getting you shit. Wow, that's rude. Because I ain't losing. We'll see. If right. one of us win, we should make him buy. Not, not all of us. But that specific person breakfast. A five course he's talking, breakfast. He's talking so much shit. If you lose... He can't you handle it. He's going to quit the podcast. No, if you not, lose, you have to buy the winner I, breakfast. I'm going to say it right now. If I lose to Greg, specifically I will buy him breakfast. And you if you win. Okay. Okay. If I don't... if if Even if Greg doesn't win and he, he does better than me, I don't think that's possible because me and you are so connected. But either way, if he finishes ahead of me... I will buy Greg breakfast. A shitty breakfast, but I'll buy him breakfast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. The battle lines have been drawn. Greg, I'm excited that you're looking forward to the pay-per-view. I hope that everybody is able to have fun with it. Tune in next week to find out who won.